You're listening to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly San Diego Comic-Con podcast hosted by Leonard Sultana. This is Season 2, Episode 22, recorded on the 29th of March, 2015, the Sunday after the Hotel General sale took place, the Tuesday previous. Safe to say, Alyssa Franks of Friends of CCI Forum, Kerry Dixon of the SDCC unofficial blog, and Kimberly Walton of The Nerd Element had plenty to talk about. This episode is supported by our good friends at Dark Bunny Tees. Visit darkbunnytees.com to check the very best in movie-themed shirts and apparel. We think they're pretty damn great, and you should really check them out. Welcome to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on Sunday, the 29th of March. It is, hold your breath, 101 days to San Diego Comic-Con. It's getting so close now, and then we're getting into double figures, and then the panic really starts. But, safe to say, we've had a whole week of uh, fried nerves and panic. Uh, we shall be getting into that very shortly indeed. If you're watching on the Google Plus Hangout, as always, we have the Q&A up and running. If you do want to jump in on that, please, any of your comments, especially regarding the general hotel sale, and if you're heading to WonderCon next weekend, any of your favourite highlights that you want to uh, uh, talk about uh, in the schedule. So do uh, uh, let us know what you're thinking. And, of course, jump in with any of the conversations that we have uh, throughout the course of the next hour. Um, we also have people watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Unfortunately, we won't be paying attention to the comments on there. Uh, do go to the Google Plus Hangout if you want to interact with us. Uh, the other way that you can interact is via the hashtag CupOTSDCC, uh, which is the uh, Hangout uh, hashtag. I'll be paying attention to that hashtag if there's any comments that you want to make do jump in on that. We have ourselves uh, some great guests uh, on the show today. Uh, we'll start from my left to re uh, right on the uh, my bottom of my screen. Uh, my regular partner in crime on uh, the cup of tea is Alyssa. Hello, Alyssa Franks. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. It has been a week, a week and a half in the last two days. <laughs> the best I way to... Yeah, I think we'll um, we'll do very quick introductions because we really do want to launch into this. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Nee, for joining us uh, from the Friends of CCI.com forum. Uh, I have uh, Kimberly Walton from the Nerd Element. Hello, Kimberly. How are you? I'm doing okay. A little tired though, but thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. I, it's the one thing that I'm really encouraged about by all of my guests is they're they're all smiling. For now. <laughs> They're all smiling. That's Coffee. Good. Uh, is that what it is? It's just <laughs> caffeine. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. And uh, last but not least, we have ourselves Kerry Dixon from the San Diego Comic-Con unofficial blog. Hello, Kerry. Hey, everybody. How are you? I haven't slept much either, but that seems <laughs> to be a common theme. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all about the general hotel sale, of course. Um, I know that we have had one or two people asking. Um, Babs Tar um, is going to be joining us. We have sent out the invite. We have reminded her on uh, email and uh, Twitter. She said that she's up for it, and she said, let's do this. We've sent the invite. Hopefully, she may join us in the next um, ha um, next hour. Hopefully, we won't get too into the general hotel sale conversation and then 
bounce off into talking to Babs, but we'll see how things uh, progress. Right, first things first as well, um, this uh, Hangout is being uh, supported by our good friends at DarkBunnyTees.com. Uh, they have brought out this week an amazing uh, Breaking Bad t-shirt uh, design um, based around the golden, I always forget the second word, it's golden, uh, whatever. It's the chemical company which it features in uh, Breaking Bad. Um, great great uh, design. Um, they have uh, gladly and uh, thankfully uh, supplied us with three t-shirts and three promo codes, which is the equivalent of a t-shirt on their uh, website on darkbunnytees.com. We are going to give away those three t-shirts and those three uh, promo codes on this Hangout right now. Okay, so at the end of this show, we are going to randomly select um, three winners to take away those t-shirts. What you have to do is answer a Breaking Bad question. Um, you're using the hashtag DarkBunnyBreakingBad. Okay, so if you get five seconds while you're watching this, if you just want to kind of uh, send it through, and if you know the answer to this, we want to know the address of Jesse Pinkman's house. On Breaking Bad, we're wanting the address. Okay? Uh, we're not wanting, like, postcodes or anything. We're just wanting the house number and the street name. So if you can tell me the house num house address for Jesse Pinkman and send it to Dark Bunny Breaking Bad. We'll be drawing three winners at the end of this hangout and you can win yourself a Dark Bunny Tees Breaking Bad Tea and a promo code. If you're watching this after the event, don't worry. We're also going to tell you how you can win promo codes at the end of the show. So there you go. That's um, our competition. Uh, we've got a number of people who are jumping in on the... Um, uh, Q&A. Thank you very much indeed. We shall work our way through those. But let's just crack straight into this. It was Hotel Apocalypse. It was the general hotel sale. It took place uh, this Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday just gone, on uh, the 20, uh, <laughs> 24th. It took, it took part, or took, opened on uh, 9 o'clock Pacific at um, 1 o'clock uh, Eastern and 4 o'clock here in the UK. Um, the way it worked was an email was sent out by Comic-Con uh, uh, Com International and Travel Planners with a link, at which point at 9 o'clock um, everyone hit the link. And from there, everything started to go a little bit south. Um, I didn't take part in the uh, hotel sale per se, purely because I wanted to keep an eye on how the proceedings worked. I did a screen capture of my experience. Um, I actually went incredibly slowly uh, with the idea of uh, reporting, keeping an eye on what was happening, keeping an eye also on Twitter, on the uh, uh, Hotel Apocalypse uh, hashtag. And the horror stories pretty much started from 9 o'clock, from frozen page loads to faulty forms. It just seemed to be a litany of uh, errors. Um, I'm just trying to work out eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Who shall we start with from our guests and certainly with their story? I think we'll start with Kimberly. Um, first up, it had to be somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mind at all. Um, it was it, it was interesting. I had um, I did it, and then my my younger sister did it, and uh, a friend of ours that we're all staying together. Uh, participated in the sale and like I assumed it would 
it was like previous years where the quicker you go, the better it is. And I went through the form. I actually, it did take a little while to load up for me, um, but not too long. And I submitted the form. I didn't have a problem with the form at all. I submitted it under a minute because I was looking at the clock uh, and got nothing. And I was a little little surprised. I, I, I received an email saying that they did place me at a hotel circle, which was kind of confusing because it said it placed me at a downtown hotel, but that's not a downtown hotel um, where they placed me. So I thought that was interesting. And then the room type was a little messed up, too. I had talked to my younger sister who submitted in like two minutes and got our sixth choice. Um, and then my friend got two emails back. One, she had a, um, a messed up form. Of course, that one got our first choice, and the dates were kind of messed up, and the room choice was messed up. I was able to fix a little bit of that. And then she got another email with uh, Hotel Circle uh, as well. So it was it was all over the place. Um, I uh, It was not an enjoyable experience. I, I But I, I was on Twitter, and I know that a lot of people had – the, the same issues. So, um, I I've been on the phone with travel planners a couple of times, just kind of try to figure out, uh, you know, what the issue kind of was and how I can go about doing this again next year if I do and don't go the condo route, which I'm really looking at. Um, I think you're gonna find, and I think I've mentioned it to a number of people. I think you're going to find the applications for condos in 2016 are going to go through the roof on this one. It's certainly uh, kind of looking like the, the slightly better option. Um, when did you actually ring travel planners? Was it how? What was the distance between? I <clears throat> let's see. I got well. Friday was when the emails went out, right? With what you had, I think, and they went out pretty late. Um, yeah. I think my sister didn't get her email until nine at night or something like that. Um, and my other friend who's in England, actually, I didn't, I didn't hear from until it was like three in the morning our time, I think. So I didn't call until, um, the next day and I was on hold for like 45 minutes. I think the first time I called and then the second time I called, um, just to verify to see if I could get the same answer, which I didn't, uh, I was on hold for about 30 minutes. So it's, uh. It is what it is. You know, I, I don't really think they can do anything about it now. Yeah. Without making a lot of people mad. But uh, I feel like they took two steps backwards. I thought it was it was fairly easy last year. Um, was it? I mean, I didn't take part in the hotel sale last year. I mean, how similar was it in terms of forms? Because I know that a lot of people were using... Um, Autofill, and they were using practice forms as well to mm-hmm. get themselves in, into shape for the hotel sale. People who took part last year, was it similar to the design of last year? The drop yeah, down menu was different, I think. Well, it, it basically depended. Basically, the form itself was the same as last year. It's just whether or not you got the bad form or the new form varied. But you might be right, actually, about the drop down, because I think it maybe used to be like six drop-downs, and you'd mm-hmm. go through and pick your six, and this year there was one drop-down, and then you'd go through and say, I want the Hilton Bayfront, and then it would pull it down, and then it would gray it out, and then you'd have to go through and click the next one. But well, that's, it's the, not... that's the issue I had as well, that um, when I was trying to select the hotels, kind of like as a, a 
to try my bits and pieces. Like I say, I did submit really, really slowly. I was looking at six minutes, eight minutes, just to kind of um, let everyone else have a go. It's I'm not in this to. I'm doing the condo route myself, so I I had no kind of dog in this fight. Um, but when I did do the drop down, nothing was selecting, oh, and I actually thought when um, I submitted the bad form. Um, I actually selected the one hotel over and over again because that's the only thing I was trying to do. Um, if you did get uh, a bad form, uh, do let us know on the Q&A because uh, something that we're going to talk about is um, a couple of responses that we've had from um, travel planners and from David Glanzer, um, including a stat that David has mentioned. Uh, David Glanzer, by the way, is the Director of Communications and Public Relations for Comic-Con International has responded uh, to a couple of questions. Um, there's a stat that he does mention, so we are going to come back. If you did get a bad fall, do let us know on, on the uh, Q&A. Um, so where are you now in terms of your application, Kimberly? Um, have you, did you get um, an email through? Because a number of people got some, an email like an hour, hour and a half after the, the hotel sale completed. I, I did. I got a confirmation that it went through fairly quickly. I think I was like the first one out of um, a group of 15 of us that were just keeping an eye on each other that got my email, but it, it didn't mean anything because I, um, I didn't get any of my choices. But right, <clears throat> because of uh, my sister and uh, our friend um, over there in England, we, I, have, I have deposits down on two, two hotels right now. I just need to figure out if I can change the the room type, it did, the room type came back incorrect, and so when I ch we have four people, so I'm trying to get two beds. Um, and that and that happened to a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah. So when I try to change the room type, when I go in to like pay, it says no twins available on the tenth or something like that. So um, we'll see. I I believe for the hotels that I have, I, I've got the marquee um, and and the Hyatt and. I, I believe it's first come, first serve when you check in. I don't think they'll guarantee you two beds. Um, right. I know the, I, I'm almost positive the Marriott's like that because I, if I remember correctly, this happened to me the very first time they did the form because I didn't know what twin was. They didn't really explain it. So I was like, twin, triple, quad. I was like, I'm so confused. I put double. Um, and then when I checked in, they were able to put me with two beds. So I'm just going to call on Monday what? and check that out. One one other suggestion was if you can get to San Diego a day earlier, check in on Tuesday and yes, buy, you know buy a room for Tuesday and say you need a four person room and chances are they're not going to have you move out of that room to get into a, a king size room, so they'll just keep you in that room for the duration. That, that's that's pack great. around work. Yeah, and that's great advice about trying to check in a day early. I did want to mention one thing you just said, Kimberly, though, about trying to call the hotel on Monday. It, it might be different for different hotels because I've stayed in the Bayfront for the last four years, but I know they don't actually get the reservation information from travel planners until about yeah. two or three weeks before the convention. So. Yeah, anyway. I've been travel planners just because I want to talk to somebody else and see if they give me the same <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember calling um, Marriott before, and they were like, "I have no idea what you're talking about. You're gonna have to call back two weeks beforehand," which is a little unnerving because I'm betting that I'm gonna get two two beds, and if I don't, I'm gonna have three angry people at me. So um, it's just um, <laughs> it's really 
<laughs> I but but my hotel stay starts on Feb on on Tuesday. I mean, so that's good. That's good. That's good. And I'll be there Monday, I think. <laughs> we'll just swing by on Monday. Ask him. <laughs> yeah. I think so. When when are you guys actually in, going into San Diego? What, what's when are you arriving? I'm arriving on Monday. I've got yeah. a uh, my condo is is booked for Monday. I don't get there until Wednesday morning every year, so I don't know yet because I'm right in LA, so I can I can go down and um I I I have off starting the Wednesday before because it's it's Fourth of July weekend, so right. I could go down at any time if I'm willing to pay for another hotel. But I, I probably will be there Monday at the latest because I want to go into the hotel and make sure I get to bed. So <laughs> if I didn't have to worry about that, I probably wouldn't come in until Tuesday. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Uh, right. Well, let's very quickly. Uh, well, we'll go down the line and we'll uh, before we uh, talk about the. Uh, the responses that we got from uh, Comic-Con and from travel planners. Um, Alyssa, I mean, you kind of were keeping an eye on the forum as well and on numerous people trying to apply. Uh, what was your experience? I um, actually, even though I have a condo, I was working for a friend of mine who is looking at trying to get a downtown hotel. So I did participate actively and vigorously in the um Apocalypse, but um, I did end up managing to get my first choice of hotels. Um, I think I submitted, and this is why, with Kimberly's comment, it's so surprising to me. I think I I got a delayed form, but I got the correct form, and I submitted. I think in about a minute twenty. Um, and so that. Did, it, did either of you three get the um, the hung page, by the way, um, or did you kind of get kind of straight in? Because obviously time is a factor in um, submitting the form, but when people were clicking the form at nine o'clock and getting hung pages anywhere up to two to three minutes worth, did did you experience any of any of that? There's a couple, if I can kind of go go on on that, and I'm going to, because um, I've got one person on the forum, Joe Pare, who has, um, has got extensive technical understanding about what occurred, and one of the things that he said was that they use the um, Amazon servers for this, so it was kind of a surprise that they got as many problems as they as travel planners did. Um, one of the things that he thinks is that they didn't they didn't flip the switch for load balancing, which is kind of mind blowing to me. Why they wouldn't do that? Um, just chalk it up as one of the many bad experiences uh, with with regards to to travel planners. Um, and what he said was that once. Once they flipped that switch, it seemed as though that people were able to bypass that hung page. So the first peop- the first initial hit of people tended to get the hung page quite a bit, but instead of waiting for that to resolve, if you went to another tab and uh, tried to get in, you got straight in. So that's just kind of a, an explanation uh, of of why people initially had a white page. <clears throat> Sorry. 
That's rambling okay. here. It's that <laughs> the lack of sleep. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that that was necessarily everyone's experience, though. Um, we took a poll on our site of how long did it take for people's forms to load once the page launched, and the most mm-hmm. common answers that we got was over a minute. That was 24% of everybody who answered the poll, which was a little over 750 people. So this is by no means scientific, but... It's a big enough number to make a, a, yeah. a, a, a reason guess. Yeah. I, I think these numbers are relatively in line because mm-hmm. even between, like, 50 people voting and 750, the statistics didn't change that much. Only, it looks like 2.21% said that it loaded right away. Um, and then about another 23% said 16 to 30 seconds. So it was kind of all over the board. And I know just from hearing people talk, like some people would say that, yeah, it loaded in 15 seconds right when I clicked and it was fine. Some people said, well, I opened up other tabs and still nothing loaded for 90 seconds. And I think everything was just so over the board. Like there was no one size fits all. Yeah. Uh, we've got a comment from uh, Michael P um, stating that with Amazon, um, it's a financial issue. It's cheaper to use less servers and that you are billed um, per, uh, as per usage. So um, just wondering if that's, uh, that was an element that uh, they did kind of apply. I, I'm not, I don't know how the whole thing with Amazon would work, but um, that was uh, Michael's uh, contribution. Uh, to Down with the elastic beanstalk, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thing, the thing about your statistics, Carrie, and, and applaud you totally for doing what you did, um, is that it's so hard for people to sync their computers and actually know, okay, I pushed the button right at um, 12 <laughs> 12 you know, the first second versus somebody who pushes the button on the third second or the tenth second after the when the servers open up. So you don't know where you are in that that initial push. Um, that said, the any numbers that we get uh, from from you, from travel planners, from David um, at Comic-Con, all go into to getting a clearer picture of what went on, and your numbers are completely valid, for, but with that one caveat that we don't know when people push the button. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. Basically, what I was arguing with is you said, you know, if you tried to open it up in another browser, like, you would have yeah. a better experience. And I don't think that was true across the board. Like, I think <laughs> I think there was just so many discrepancies, obviously. Yes. But... <laughs> I, I did that... try to open it up in another browser, actually, because when I first loaded it on, it was taking a while. I felt like it was taking forever, but I was able to submit under a minute um, because of autofill. And I had a correct form, but when it was cycling, I opened it up in another browser, and I can tell you that that browser was it was completely blank the whole time. Yeah, it never loaded. I, up. I actually had the exact same thing that you did. Yeah, I, I think. Sorry, <laughs> no, I was just waiting for someone to uh, to carry on the thread. Um, I think as well, it was interesting to note that um, there, there just seemed to be a lack of communication from both CCI and um, travel planners. Um, Kerry, in your editorial, which you posted on your website, uh, you did actually mention that the the only kind of communication that we got from either organization was 
um, from Comic Con International. It was from their um, standard Toucan blog um, regarding um, one Katie of their Cooks. The, yeah. yeah, Katie Cook's monthly uh, thing. And I believe there was um, a WonderCon post as well regarding the billboard. billboard. But beyond yes. that, there was. I mean, did did anyone did anyone see any communication backwards and forwards between any of the organisations? I mean, travel planners, you'd think that there would be something there and somebody on on their social media keeping an eye on things. Um, I didn't pay attention to Facebook. Did they do anything on there at all? I don't even know that they have a Facebook or a Twitter account. I kept looking for a Twitter account because I saw one or two people being like, well, they commented, and I'm like, I don't think they did, though. I think you probably just saw somebody on Twitter posting about what travel planners told them. <laughs> but I, oh, I don't, okay. as far as I'm aware, I don't believe they have social media. I searched, I searched for to their Twitter account. No luck. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say they did... They did send out that email to the users who they felt had the bad form. Um, but the thing about that was all that it allowed people to do was actually rank their hotels. And that wasn't the only issue that had happened. It may have been the most widespread issue, but it definitely was not the only issue that happened. Because if you had a bad form, the whatever stops they normally have in place to keep you from submitting that form early weren't in place. And so some people had accidentally clicked enter and it had gone through before they'd put in, like, their room type, their dates, mm -hmm. all the kind of important information that you need to actually have a room assigned to you. Yeah. And that email that Travel Planner, Planner sent out had nothing about any of that information. It really was just a blank. It was just a form. It was, yeah. Really, yeah, absolutely. And it also just it didn't work. Well, I can kind of understand that it was you could have just you could just change your mind as well. Um, and just put in any hotels that you would like uh, in those forms, irregardless of um, what you originally put on or were attempting to put on your, your original form. And it was, if you submitted the form in like 10 seconds, even if you just selected one hotel, then effectively you could kind of circumvent the timestamp um, issue by then just putting in the hotels that you, the prime hotels that you were after. Um I, sorry, I just, I just want to say this real quick. I have seen a lot of people talking about how they think people cheated the system by submitting their form early and without all the information. And here's what I want to say. 10, 15, 30 seconds into the sale, your first thought is not, oh, my God, I better just hit submit without any of my information. <laughs> it's why is this not working? And yeah. so I think the vast majority of people who got the bad form probably took much longer to fill it out than sure. the normal people. And, yeah, sure, there's a couple people who submitted their information early on accident, but I don't think this widespread panic over, no. like, bad form people are going to be at the front of the line. I do think, however, that we're going to see a redesigned system next year because people could quite easily in 2016 think, all oh, right, I'm in. Hit yeah. submit anyway. Yeah. Auto autofill submit. I'll get my email through in a second. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that can happen next year, but I don't think that was the case this year. No, no. Or, or they can or, go the eight parking route and oh, just do a lottery. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I that's entirely possible. This year basically felt like a lottery. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Okay. Um, I mean. Did, yeah, I'm just trying to think where we can uh, go from here. Actually, I mean, we could we could just 
like you say, is there was a, I mean, we've got a comment here from uh, Michael uh, Mukalam on the uh, Q and A. Not just a lack, but inconsistent responses uh, yes. from both um, yes. organisations. Um, I know that we're going to be coming back to you in a second, Kerry, regarding an email that one of your readers um, has received. Let's very quickly go through the um, official responses that has come from Comic Con International. Um, obviously, it's uh, Comic Con International. The book technically really should stop with them. Travel planners um, administrate the hotel sale, but um, it is Comic-Con International at the end of the day that uh, draw the line. Um, as stated by Kerry's um, editorial when she was mentioning um, regarding changes that have happened in other elements of Comic-Con International, that CCI have stepped in to make right. um, the to draw the line. So like let's, I'm, um, I'm yeah. posting the link to Kerry's, um, Kerry's editorial right now. It is a, it's a, I personally think it is an essential read, not only for us um, attendees, but also for Comic Con International and for travel planners. So let's, uh, let's, let's, um, let's continue to blow smoke up Kerry's bum. <laughs> She's, um, even before we started the hangout, we've been praising the editorial. So um, let's um, cover the responses that have come through from then David Glanzer. We're obviously disappointed that the hotel sale didn't run as smoothly as we would have liked. Our attendees are very important to us, and we would have uh, we have worked very hard to secure more room blocks and reduce rates in area hotels. We continue to strive to provide the best means to accommodate the growing number of people looking for lodging during the show. In fact, one of the major sticking points in our current negotiations to remain in San Diego are hotel rates. This incident has cast a shadow on our efforts, but we are working with travel planners to ensure this type of situation does not occur again. So at which point I uh, submitted a couple of questions to David, and uh, these were the responses. A number of applicants suffered problems with the forms on the Travel Planners site. How soon was any conversation conducted between CCI and Travel Planners from the first report of these issues? Um, David's response was, as you know, Travel Planners handles the sales of hotel rooms for Comic-Con. We were in the loop as the process began, and Travel Planners made us aware of issues as they occurred. I should point out that Travel Planners had completed its extensive stress testing of the system before housing opened. As I understand it, Travel Planners tested the system at two times the load seen during the 2014 sale and tested it on a number of common browsers. If that's, uh, we'll, we'll cover these um, comments one at a time. Um, I think we've already discussed that there were some major glaring technical issues in terms of the load, as um, Alyssa pointed out. Um, that's I, what I think. I think that's the reason why I was asking if there was a, a consistency between 2014 and 2015 because it just didn't seem like it was the same. There, there I don't. There was definitely not the kind of lagging load time last year versus this year. Like, I mean, it definitely didn't take some people 90 seconds for the page to load last year. I don't even remember it taking five. But I feel like that that issue in particular hasn't been addressed by either travel planners or CCI. It seems as though whenever, whenever any of these organizations say they low-tested something, there's going to be problems. So I don't know if there's a correlation there or not. Yeah. Okay, my sarcasm just came out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it certainly feels like it. I mean, when, when I think it's whenever we... <laughs> I think we jinx ourselves. I think when yeah. we turn around, when when these companies turn around and say, "We have done everything we can. We have we have we have tested this 
to atomic standards. Don't we could survive a blast during this thing? <laughs> Crash, bang. Comic Con attendees just like to overachieve. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, let's have a comment from Jimmy David. I had four bad forms go through before a good form, and then a tab left open when I got home from a um, doctor's appointment three hours later and thought, what the heck, and decided to just put it through for a friend who just needed Saturday and Sunday. It came back with the Manchester Grand. Yeah. What see, on earth? Yeah, <laughs> see, it's just so all over the board. It's <sighs> like it was basically a lottery this year. Okay. Um, oh. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Okay, if uh, travel planners is listening, the only thing I would say, if you're going to go with a lottery, don't have a one-month submission period. Just no. have a one-day, you know, one-day submission period tied to your member ID. So you can only enter yes. the lottery at once. Yes, that I will agree with. The member ID, okay. I will. I got an ace parking problem that I am still upset about. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we can talk <laughs> that about that yet? later. But but I do want to say, at least with Ace, like they tried to get information to us. I understand yeah. that like it was also yeah. a mess, oh. but at least at least they were communicating. Yeah, uh, Ace Ace, I had absolute sympathy for because you could almost feel them just curling up into a ball just they with wanted, their responses. Yeah. Just reading their Twitter feed, they were just going, we have no idea, what we, we don't know what's going on, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. As opposed and, to travel planners, who is just saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody. Well, that, that was the, no. the next question that I put to um, to David. I wish, main, I, oh. if, <laughs> I wish that they would have shut their phones down for an hour and had a meeting with their customer support pe people and say, okay, this is how we're going to answer these questions. This yes. is the question that's going to be asked, and this is how I want you to answer it. And they didn't do that. That's business 101. I'd and say an hour is a bit long. <laughs> well, no, honestly, they should have shut down for a little bit because they needed to go over that information more. It's obvious that they did not know how far spread the problems were by the fact that that form that they sent out only included hotel rankings and didn't ask for anything else. No. It's so mm -hmm. obvious that they just didn't understand like how deep the problem went, and I think it's because they were hard-pressed to thinking, well, okay, only maybe only a third of the people have the bad form. We can fix this and still get everything out by the 26th. And yeah. obviously, there was a lot more wrong. Yeah. I mean, the, the next question I did ask was the main issue that applicants appear to have was the numerous different responses that travel planners began to give them, even from the first response and the start of the problems. What statement did travel planners give CCI as an explanation of what occurred? The reply is, the different responses by travel planners is something we were not aware of and we're looking into exactly what happened and why. Something tells me travel planners <laughs> has had a serious fire up their ass. Uh, <laughs> Nobody's happy about this situation, but I can imagine a lot of people are not happy. And yeah. Okay, so the next question was, did CCI ever suggest to travel planners to scrap this sale? regroup and run it again once the dust and the problems have been settled. Um, the reply was that didn't come up as a possible solution and it may have been because it is our understanding over 70% of those taking part in the sale were able to submit without incident. 
We're obviously not happy with how things progressed, and while the sale was in progress, CCI and travel, travel planners learned of the issue impacting some users. Once travel planners was able to review the data, a recovery plan was agreed to uh, by CCI and travel planners. This plan was designed to ensure people's place in line was maintained and that they got to select hotels in order of their preference. I'm going to go back to the first part of that. When I first read that it's because it is our understanding over 70% of those uh, taking part in the sale were able to submit without incident, I'm just wondering if it's a social media thing that anyone who's going to have issues makes the most noise. I, he, I, so I have a theory on this. I think that when they say without incident, all that they are referring to is good form versus bad form. Again, I know our poll is not scientific, but basically what our poll said was that around 65% of people had the good form. And so I don't feel like that number is that far off from 70, 71%. Right. So I, I, I think, though, what, again, no one has taken into consideration is, like, the, the load lag times, the issues relating to the bad form beyond just you couldn't rank your hotels, that kind of thing. I think I I really and truly think when they say we believe that over 70% of people submitted just fine, all that they mean is they had the good form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I that's missing the bigger picture. That makes a lot of sense, Carrie. It really does. Um, I I was gonna yeah I was gonna say I was gonna go with Leonard and say that um, only the the people who had the bad responses have been vocal. But uh, your yours makes uh, so much more sense that that yeah. they were just which what what does that say about about CCI and travel about travel planners not really talking about all of the problems and informing CCI of all of the problems that people had with the form about the blank the blank screens the load times etc. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and I mean truthfully. Even if we're saying that, let's say 70% of people did actually have no problems. I don't really believe that, but let's just say that's true. Are we really okay with 30% or basically somewhere between a fourth and a third of people having problems? No. I mean, is that the standard for acceptable? Well. Yes, major critical problems. And no one, like, issuing any kind of a statement well, that's uh, the next thing. I mean, the, 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 the statements that I've just read out there have come from CCI. Now, um, a, sta a comment from the uh, Q&A has said, uh, CCI released this statement. Um, has anyone seen an official statement from travel planners specifically? And this is where we now go to uh, Kerry, because uh, Kerry has had a, um, well, if you want to explain the, uh, the situation. Sure. Um, I mean, travel planners themselves have not actually issued any kind of a statement as a company, but we got a really interesting email from a reader, and it, it's basically just from another customer service representative, but it's a doozy. So <laughs> basically this reader emailed travel planners and said, you know, I had problems with my page loading. I had other problems. Are you guys going to be redoing the sale. And he had sent this back on March 25th. And travel planners responded 
on Friday and said, I'm sorry that you feel that way. However, the way we have processed all hotel requests for Comic-Con 2015 have been done in a fair way to ensure that both guests that experienced technical issues and those that had no issues are treated fairly. We are in no way allowing people to cut. Fact simply being that we are able to check if a bad form request was actually part of the tech issues that were experienced that day or if the form was submitted that way on purpose with no other information provided on it. The guests that experienced the glitch in their systems may have attempted more than one time to ensure that their hotel request was submitted successfully, and so their original timestamp is being honored for them. For those that somehow became aware of this issue, and that is most likely because of social media like Twitter, and purposely submitted the forms without the necessary information, those requests have been discarded. Here's the interesting part. We are trying to assist everyone with their questions and concerns as people have been getting a lot of different information and relying on social media to get that information. Unfortunately, a lot of the information posted online is not correct. Furthermore, at this time, if you were not able to be placed in one of your hotel choices or in any hotel, this was due to your waitlist option and on the thousands of other requests submitted within the three seconds of yours. All requests submitted within three seconds of each other were processed in a lottery. So, here is what I get from that. A travel planner's representative is saying, we are aware that there is there was incorrect information circulating around online. We did nothing about it. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> is, am I wrong? Is that no, so, basically no, what they said? No, that's pretty much what they said. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense to me because, I, I mean, I called and got a different answer. I had one of my friends call, and we got different answers yeah. um, based on whether a timestamp actually existed or if it was random, which is really disturbing to me. And the fact, in what you just said about if they were submitted within three seconds of each other, it was a lottery, I believe that's probably true. I, I That's supposed to be true, and it's they've always stated that. But to me, the bigger concern is that so much of this inconsistent information that they seem very upset about came from them, (laughs) came from people Mm -hmm. calling and getting different answers every time on the phone. (laughs) Like, if you if you want a consistent message, give it to us. We would love a consistent message. Yeah. Put out a statement, please. Yeah. The one thing that Comic-Con International have always turned around and said, we've invited people from various departments here on the Hangout, and uh, we even had one or two people turn around and say, we would be up for that. At which point, um, David Glanza turns around and says, no, there's a consistent one voice from Comic-Con International, and you're listening to it. Well, there was no consistent message. Nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. There's, I mean, when, when there's not even a social media outlet, like you say, there's no Twitter, there's no Facebook, there's no official line coming from the company. Yes. Yeah. Can I go back mind. to what Carrie wrote, uh, said there for a moment in that email, uh, said in that email? So somehow travel planners can figure out if it's a valid form. <laughs> Or not. They're psychic, Okay, and number one. And number two, so if people accidentally submitted a form without selecting their hotel, hotel choices, they didn't get to the part where they said, no, I don't want any other downtown hotel. Yeah. So you're going to say, so were, were people automatically put into no other downtown hotel if they didn't 
select one of those three options? Here's here's my answer to you, Alyssa. Travel planners knows these answers theoretically, but they are not saying. So okay, you can't answer that. It doesn't really matter because I put put me in a downtown hotel and they put me at Hotel Circle, so I don't even think that yeah. I don't even know if they look at it. I'd you love to be you were not alone in that. That happened to hundreds yeah. of people that I saw, and not only that, but like you were saying about like you put down four names and say I want a quad room. They said. Hmm? Don't care. We're going to put you in a single and there's four names. Let, 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 let us now um, put you into the hotel selection system. Wheel of Fortune. There you go. Let's just... And round and round it goes. There you go. Now, one other question that I've got. So when I actually got a hotel back from travel planners, I had to put down two names, mine and my son's. Did anybody else get a completely wacky, arbitrary second name. person's name yes. on your hotel thing? And you're not the only person. I've seen this reported I've as well. I've seen that too. Yeah, I have too. I didn't have it happen, but I've seen it. Several people report this. I'm and just wondering, did they also get this same email that I got? <laughs> well, I wonder if maybe that person didn't receive a hotel email at all, because we've seen several people who said, I got a recap, but didn't get any final information from travel planners. So, sad. so, so maybe they so just threw them on somebody else's form. Not only was there a randomization process <laughs> for actually allocating the hotel, but also who you're staying with. If this is a madcap way of introducing people to con, con buddies, I'm not too sure people are appreciating it, frankly. Uh, yeah, basically. Oh, I mean, okay. It was bad. Yeah. Well, and I've heard that travel planners told some people that the reason they basically ignored what type of room you wanted, you know, so if you wanted like a triple or a quad and they threw you in a single, was because they wanted to get more people downtown because that's what more people wanted. But here's the thing. If you are asking for a triple or a quad, odds are it's because you can't afford the $1,600 on your own. Yeah. And so, basically, by telling these people, well, we're going to put you closer and have you pay an astronomical amount instead of the fourth of a payment that you wanted, I mean, those people can't even use the hotels now. That didn't benefit anyone. Mm-hmm. Why even ask us if you're just going to throw it out the window? Yeah. Um, so. Mel Shaw, a couple of comments coming in from the Q&A. Mel Shaw, uh, in capital letters, yes, I put in four names. And not one of them was what I put on. Uh, okay, I mean, not even just a one-person room buddy that was wrong. A four yeah. name, four names. Wow. Okay. Um, what else we've we got That's here? Um, yeah, Char- Charlotte Allen. I'm getting a, a number of uh, new people joining us on the hangout. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, by the way. Um, if travel planners can know which form was good and which was bad then why was it that I got the email to resubmit my hotels when I got a good form submitted under one minute? They threw a dart. (laughs) That happened to to several people, and there's no explanation for why that happened either. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because, again, there's no official information to be had. And if we're really going to talk random, here we go. How's this one? This is from Karma Savage. Hello, Karma. Uh, my form 
actually automatically submitted itself within about 30 seconds after the registration started. Hit autofill, went to select a hotel, noticed no drop-down menu, then bam, thank you for your submission. I heard that a lot. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. heard that a couple times. I think that might have been what happened to our uh, that friend of mine who actually got her first choice because it auto-filled and it submitted and she's like, it was a, you know, it was a messed up form. I don't understand how that's even possible. It was basically because if you accidentally clicked enter, like I said, there's normally, it'll make you check those three little boxes at the bottom. Yeah. And so that's kind of like your stop gate. But since the form was all screwed up anyway, if you hit enter at any point, it just went straight on through. Happened to several people. So, well, okay, so I think we can kind of safely say there's been, there were some major issues, um, and we could keep throwing examples out, but now I think it's time to kind of work on where we are now and where we, where we progress. Uh, one of the, um, let me just bring this up again, because um, it was uh, the final question that I put to uh, David. Uh, admittedly, I did kind of phrase it wrong so I kind of understand the answer that I got. All indications point to a possible resale on April the 8th. Will any re-evaluation be made to the sale process on this sale and beyond? And the reply is, I don't know if I could call it a resale. However, as in the past on the 8th, inventory that is returned to the block for sale will be again made available to the public on a first-come, first-served basis. And and this happens every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. The wait list, though, is a little bit different, and I, I imagine we'll still be seeing that again. But basically, if you got waitlisted, I know last year some downtown hotels did open. I don't believe it was any of the, like, big five, but they were downtown hotels. Um, but in May of last year, several people got emailed about possibly being able to upgrade to a downtown hotel through the waitlist. I was, I mean, the reason why I asked the question is because off the back of all the technical issues that this uh, sale this week has happened, I'm just wondering just how many hotel rooms are going to be kind of up for grabs, whether it's going to be more than um, previous years, purely because of people declining hotels because of the issues. Um, I I think it's possible. I mean, I think Alyssa can probably speak to this more than I can, but I feel like there's been more hotel swapping going on this year than in previous years, though. That's that's my indication too, Carrie. I mean, they're pretty much drying up now. We've got a few stragglers of people who have rooms to offer, but um, compared to this time on Saturday, uh, on Friday, it's you know I've got one now where I may have had a hundred on Friday. Uh, frazzled Friday, I think, was the hashtag. <laughs> do you, Do you think that you've had more hotel swapping this year than last year? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just, I just, I also find it interesting that a lot of people seem to be incredibly determined to get these downtown hotels. At this point, it's a case of surely any bed you should be kind of grateful for at this point, surely. Um, but you don't. You don't want to pay, as Carrie said earlier, you don't want to pay $1,600 for a room where you can only afford a $300 room. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a matter of economics. Um, There's definitely too. more than one thing to consider about yeah. which hotel you get. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen there's a lot of rooms that uh, that people are offering that are in the the one two hundred dollar range out in Mission Valley. Um, but for that same, for a double room, for you know your own bed in a double room, but for that same amount of money, you could you could room cram downtown and be close to the close to the the con and so, potentially pay less. Yeah. Yep. So, but I, I've gotten a tremendous amount of uh, uh, feedback on the forum, positive feedback. I will say that we had some technical difficulties. On Friday, frazzled Friday, um, with our Google Docs. <clears throat> Who knew that you could only have 50 people on a Google Doc at one time? Oh, surprise! <laughs> I did not. <laughs> and when so, did you and when did you find this out, some Alyssa? Uh, 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 12, 12 o'clock, which is 9 a.m. Friday morning, 9 a.m. San Diego time, Friday morning. And where were you? When there were multiple complaints and figured, and me and Chris Haggish thankfully had, uh, you know, devised a plan to spread them out into three docs, um, which seemed to help. Um, I will, I do need to make a huge, huge shout out to Zero, my global mod, who is the one person who makes, who organizes the forum. I would be lost without her. She keeps all of the posts in the right spot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I did remember seeing a uh, post from yourself that uh, when things started happening with the Google Docs and you weren't quite sure what was happening, you were at work. Uh, you can, you were really kind of stuck. So um, no, you had a number of people that helped you out. Uh, absolutely. Um, a couple more comments on the Q and A. I did quite like this one, and I'm going to. Uh, I was possibly going to save this. Uh, for last, but might as well throw it out there. Uh, this is from uh, Michael. I want to get his surname right. Uh, Michael McCallion. Uh, there we go. <laughs> now, with this year's hotel apocalypse, they better open up Hall H for the Talkback panel on Sunday. I'm going. <laughs> they don't even fill up the small room that they're in for the Talkback panel. By Sunday, it's... You know, you got maybe I don't know a quarter to half of a third third of the room is full, and it's like a small room. Maybe I think I this year it's going to be a bit busier. I hope so. You know, it's, I hope and I hope that the people who come have well thought out suggestions and um, issues. Yeah, because actually, they'll oh. listen to them. It, it, but you got to have it thought out and not just, I need to be at the front of the line. Well, not everybody can be at the front of the line. <sighs> Sorry. I actually had a question about the deposit, and I see, I think it was a Mel Shaw in the comments uh, uh, called in travel planners, and they told her 72-hour time frame began when you got the email and it included weekends. Oh, yeah. And I, I've noticed on the emails that we received, it says 10 days or uh, May 22nd, whichever comes first. Yeah, like what is that? Do. And I know some people were told weekends were not included, so I have a bad feeling that some people might lose their, their room um, because mm -hmm. nobody's sure when the 70, like if it's 72 hours, if it's 10 days, if it's May. See, they can't even get the message consistent in their own email. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have heard anything from travel planners. Um, 
My information is is hearsay, I will admit, but from what everybody has said to me with regards to past years, weekends don't count. Yeah. Um, so and I'm I, going on the plan that it's Tuesday. I think it pretty much has to be because otherwise they would have literally only been open on the phone lines on Friday. And I would like to think that surely that can't be true, but at this point, no one knows. In other words, pay your deposit now. Do it. <laughs> do it. I, I will put a caveat in there, Kim. Um, don't make sure that you, when you pay your deposit, if you've had a room transfer, and make sure when you pay your deposit um, that the the that the person who transferred the room to you can't take it back. Yeah. Um, that's that. You know, you, you've got to make sure that, or at least you've got a way through your credit card company of a recourse if something does go south. And you, you can change the contact information to your email and your address. I think you have to call, though, for that, you Alyssa. Do. You know? Yeah, Although, I so. I called to get my, um, because my friend's name, who I was transferring it to, is in England, and the phone number is is based in England, too. So I was trying to switch it to mine. Um, and the person that I talked to said, oh, you can't change that, but we can put your email down. And which is inconsistent with what I've heard. I've heard that you can change it. Call again. You'll get a different yes, answer. <laughs> <laughs> From the random selection of answers they, they have on cards uh, to hand. Uh, <laughs> comments made on the Q&A. Um, this is from Michael Levenfall. Hello, Michael. Uh, if you have a room and uh, have not put a deposit down immediately, it's your own fault if you lose it. Um, <laughs> obviously a very... Uh, yeah, very uh, stern comment on that one. Uh, Janine Lecaro, I made my deposit just because uh, I didn't want to ch- take a chance with my reservation. I think a lot of people are just trying to get it sorted as soon as they possibly can and uh, get it nailed. There was something that someone made, and it kind of got slipped a little bit further down the list. Bear with me. Um, ah, uh, we see our, ah, this is from Nerds Doing Stuff, uh, we see our deposit pending on our card, but has not gone through yet. Oh, so I called, is the uh, and I paid mine online, or not online, I paid mine over the phone, and she told me to check back in a couple hours, and then I called, I, when I called again, I had asked, and he says, I see it there, but it's honestly going to take 48 hours at the earliest to go through. So as long as you see your card information when you log in under the guaranteed info, you're not gonna, your room's not going to be dropped. That's what they. That's what he told me. So. Yeah, and I agree with that. I I I deal with some financial stuff at my office, and usually it can take like we always say forty eight to seventy two hours for stuff like that to post. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see what we're uh, talking about here. This is Mel Shaw. Uh, this is regarding the uh, cutoff point for the returns. Uh, sorry for the um, to get things uh, booked. I called travel planners and was told the 72-hour time frame began when you got your reservation email and included the weekend. Many people were told it did not include the weekend. Call again. You get it. God, <laughs> what the holy hell? Okay, travel planners, sort out your um, social media. Sort out some kind of official line. And have get yourself a David Glanzer to kind of have a single voice because this is starting to yeah it's getting well and I I do want to say I mean I know I'm ragging on him 
But I don't necessarily feel that it's the phone representative's fault because all that they can give you is whatever information they themselves are given. So this is really and truly on management for not making sure that they're well-informed. Having a consistent message. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. so it's not the phone rep's fault. No. As I said earlier, shut it down for a half an hour, have a meeting, make a Xerox, old school there, make a printout, and give it to everybody. So that everybody's got a consistent message. Does it include the weekend or not? Sure. I mean, it's like the message we got from uh, David Glanzer. Um, uh, Kerry put it up on the um, on the unofficial blog. It was the same one that I got. It's it's a consistent message. It's one voice coming from the company. Yeah. Uh, indeed, Neil Williamson has uh, stated, it would be nice for David Glanzer to come on for an interview to reflect on all aspects for this year, such as badge sales, ace parking, and the hotel sale. And then we can also talk about looking forward to the con itself. Um, I'm going to ask again. Um, I do know that we, I mean, we've had David Glanzer join us in the past. He says that he enjoys coming on. We'd love to get him, get him to come back on. I will put him putting that submission forward. Safe to say, though, I'm going to be letting uh, some dust settle first because we've got this week to get out of the way because it is um, it's still on, it's still ongoing. Um, like I say, it's um, I wanted to kind of see where we were uh, in terms of what what happens next, really. Um, and I think it is just a case of trying to determine when the actual uh, the, 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 when, it, when the cutoff point is because like you mm-hmm. said we're getting multiple dates on the 72 hours bit question for you guys would you like to see uh, CCI more involved I, I think I would to the point that I don't like people reselling hotels for like a $200 fee on top of you know whatever the person's going to pay and I, I wish they could put a stop to that like they do with the badges um, yeah. so I think it's just kind of unfair. No, I completely agree. I, I don't necessarily know that, it, that there is anything they can do, but I feel like travel planners could. I think yeah. we all know how that would end. But <laughs> it would be nice if, <laughs> I mean, I just don't know that CCI has that power with the hotels. No. I mean, that's one thing I do appreciate, the friends of CCI hotel swapping, but there is no cost. Yeah. There's, there's no, it's, it's literally just... There, swap the details. Yeah. If you want what, it, you need it. There. And, and I, I do want to say, just speak to that for half a second. One of the things that I'm saying to everybody um, is to do a for to do a hotel swap. I ask that people become members of the forum, so that if something does happen, I've got a way of contacting them. It's a small level of ver- identity verification. I understand, but it's a little bit there, so that if there is a problem with it. I can go back and say, okay, you're banned. I've got your IP address. I don't want to see you next year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I will do that. Um, if I if somebody reports a, a seller to me on the forum, um, I will. Now that said, I did have one guy who was an artist say, hey, I'll, I'll do I'll do a drawing if I can get a, a hotel room. And I like to support the arts, so you know there's, there's a fine line. <laughs> Yeah, but if if I were to give him a hotel room, I probably wouldn't accept the art unless I really like the artist, number one, and <laughs> because I got plenty of art. <laughs> or or you number two, nice, I'm pretty good. You have such it. high standards. Such high standards. <laughs> you know, hey, I got a Weifeld. I got a Jim Lang. What do I need? 
I mean, then again, I think the worst, not, not the worst one, but the most blatant one that I saw was uh, El Miami. And this was literally at nine o'clock. If anyone can get me a downtown hotel, you've got two tickets for the party. Yes. Uh, I thought, cheeky son of a bitch. <laughs> but fair, fair play to the guy. Um, comment from Chris Haggish. Uh, this year's travel plans fail reminds me of the issues Ace had last year with parking. While Ace did have many issues last year, at least the CEO got in front of it and tried to make it right. Travel planners just seems to have made not uh, try have not made any real effort to to do the same. If yes. anyone is watching from travel planners, I'm hoping that the message is coming through loud and clear. Um, and and you may have noticed expletive free for the moment. <laughs> All right. So come on, step up. Um, I can change that. <laughs> I think we are Yeah. <laughs> Snap. Um, okay. Excellent. Um, does anybody have any last kind of comments to kind of put a line under this? At the end of the day, we're still in process, and we'll see where it's going to go next week. But any other last-minute statements? I mean, all, all that I'll really say is that I, I honestly hope that they take this message to heart and that we actually see something done next year. I don't know what the right answer is, but (laughs) this is just not acceptable. Like, the technical issues, the lack of communication, the lack of any kind of a statement, it's not acceptable. It didn't help when, I mean, like I say, I hadn't been involved in hotel sale up to now. Um, So this was kind of like, I'd say about four years ago I took part in hotel sale. The Form itself just looked like it was incomplete. It was not designed to work well, even if it was a good form or a bad form. It just seemed very. No, that, okay, that's just me throwing stones now, and I, I don't, I didn't want to get into that. So we'll just hold fire on that. Okay. Um, anybody else? Any other final statements? I, um, two, Kimberly. Two oh. things. Um, <laughs> one, um, I did just post a link up from Con- Comic-Con Dad, a blog that he wrote. Uh, essentially, it comes down to th- the statement that he wrote, and I'm quoting, it comes back to leaderships. There weren't any announcements during all the problems and no sense at all that someone is in charge. And um, it's it's an excellent read and highly recommended, along with Carrie's uh, excellent piece on the the unofficial blog, with regards to um, to the uh, uh, fiasco sure. this past weekend. <laughs> you're keeping <laughs> minimum. I, I I see what you do. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it is a very good read. I, th- I think it really and truly comes down to something that Lisa and our staff said the other day, which is basically that. This is a Comic-Con sale, and we all expect glitches to happen, but it's how you handle those yep. issues that crop up that matters. Mm-hmm. Any final word from yourself, Kimberly? No, I think we, we've said it all. I mean, I would just appreciate a statement from yeah. travel planners, and I think a lot of people do get angry during sale times. Uh, it's it's If they would have put out a statement saying, you know what, we had issues, 
we're, we're trying to fix them, but this is all that we can do. And, and given us the information, yes, some people would still be grumbling, but at least we'd have something. Sure. Yeah. Um, and well, we have nothing now, so. Yeah. I mean, I'll draw the line under this with um, just a couple more comments from the Q&A. Um, Charlotte Allen. Um, another new uh, viewer, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Travel planners, not having any social media is such a serious mistake that needs to be resolved. Even if they released a frequently asked questions because of the lo a lot of the questions are similar. Yeah. I think she's mm -hmm. right on that one. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Um, I quite, um, I don't know what the company is. Uh, Janine Lacaro, how much do you think the fact that travel planners being re merged recently with On Peak had to do with this uh, mistake or this series of mistakes. I don't know what on peak uh, who on peak are. So. They, they basically bought travel planners at some point between last year's sale and this one. Okay. They do event planning. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Not but, very well by sounds of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, Michael P. Um, did Lex Luthor run the hotel sale? <laughs> And I, yeah, I quite like this one as well from Jesse Lynn. Uh, Hotel Apocalypse. I think the next young adult book series might be in here somewhere. <laughs> I, quite, I quite like that one. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, right. Uh, obviously, the conversation on this is going to continue. Um, do jump in on the uh, hashtag Cup of Tea SDCC if you have any further comments. And of course, all of our um, uh, platforms, both uh, the unofficial blog the friends of CCI.com forum and uh, myself, Englishman in San Diego and uh, Kimberly at the Nerd Machine. We nerd all will have... Uh, nerd Element, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other conversation. We aren't going anywhere near that just yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we're all going to be talking about this, so do keep an eye on the various pages. We will did, continue the conversation. Did you want to wrap up about the T-shirts? Yeah, I'm gonna do another yeah, do another recall on okay. this one. No, I'm gonna do a a, re, a a wrap up in terms of giving the uh, winners away um, at the end. We're not there. We're not there just yet. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, if anyone is wanting to take part in the competition that we're running throughout this hangout, uh, we're giving away um, three t-shirts and uh, combo. Uh, sorry, promo code combos. Um, to three winners. Uh, these are being donated by our supporters at Dark Bunny Tees. Uh, they've done a fantastic Breaking Bad design, which is available uh, to see on darkbunnytees.com. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, we're giving the T-shirts away from that particular uh, design, plus three promo codes, um, which you can uh, exchange, for, I think, for about the same value as a T-shirt. So you're basically getting two T-shirts. And all you have to do to win it is to answer a current uh, question correctly and you've got about 15 minutes because I think we'll wrap this up in about that time if you want to send it to this hashtag dark bunny breaking bad okay all one word dark bunny breaking bad and the uh, question is we need to know Jesse Pinkman's address in the series loads of people getting the answer right you could be up for the, winning these uh, t-shirts so do have a go Okay, um, I think we'll then move on and wrap up things with um, a couple of cons that are happening at the moment. Uh, well, we've got um, somebody who's asked um, if we've got any news about Emerald City Comic Con. We were hopefully going to be getting Joel Meadows from Tripwire joining us to kind of give us a report. The best thing to do with that is just go to um, social media and just check out 
um, ECCC on the hashtag because there's been plenty of things that have been talked about at this year's uh, event, uh, especially when it comes to Secret Wars, where apparently a panel pretty much told everything about Secret Wars. Uh, I've got to do a bit of reading on that. I'm um, looking forward to finding out about that. And also next week, which is WonderCon. Um, we will not be having somebody in our guest lineup here on the uh, in their house. They're hopefully going to be reporting directly from the con. He, he says, because apparently there may be a clash, Alyssa, what could be happening around this time next weekend? I hope, I hope to be at WonderCon doing a live, live report from WonderCon and with a couple of other guests um, that have been long-time people on the Hangout. So fingers crossed and technical gods willing. <laughs> I'll I, was see just, I, was, I was just hoping there's not going to be clashing with a major panel that you're all wanting to go and see at the time. Oh, I have no idea. I <laughs> haven't even looked at it. I tried to schedule a hangout during the Walking Dead panel. I'm so just not. Uh, speaking of this, I need personally, this is a personal thing. I need a list of comics to bring to WonderCon for signing. If anybody wants to PM me that, that would be great. <laughs> Got whole boxes of comics that I need to bring. Moving on. Fair enough. Okay, WonderCon. So, um, it's the sister event to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, arranged by Comic-Con International, taking place next week at uh, Anaheim Convention Center. Um, what kind of numbers does WonderCon get nowadays? Because it's just growing and growing in much the same way that all con culture is exploding. What kind of numbers are we looking at? I know I went... The first time I went was the first year that they came to Anaheim, and it was pouring, and there was nobody there. I I drove, because I live maybe 30 minutes north of Los Angeles, so I drove down there. It takes me about an hour and a half, um, and I had no problems, no traffic. I, I, they sold out on Saturday uh, really early on, so they must be growing. I know last year when I um, drove up on Saturday, there was a line to get into the convention center that went way down the street. I mean, it was it was pretty long, um, so it must be growing significantly. I just I just went to go look at our infographic, and this is from 2013. So obviously, I don't know about last year or this year, but it looks like 46,000 attendees roughly in 2013. So I'm pretty sure it sold out 13 and 14. So I would assume roughly same amount of people. Yeah, and I, know, I, know, I, know, I know that. I know that. Yeah, it is. It's huge. Um, I mean, I know that you were covering um, a, a full rundown of the schedule last week uh, on your hangout, um, Kerry, and you were talking about um, the arena being yeah. like four and a half thousand, five thousand capacity. It's a it's a bigger room than Hall H, but they cut into it. Yeah. With the the staging being a lot further forward. Um, yeah. I don't have those numbers in front of me. Uh, no, uh, my brain okay. is fried from well, muscle cells, but yeah. Well, well, I was going to say if we can very quickly then pull out um, a number of um, highlights that you've spotted in the schedule. Likewise, with everyone on the Q and A, if you do want, if you're if you're heading to uh, WonderCon, let us know what you're looking forward to uh, to seeing. I mean, I've seen a number of uh, bits and pieces, but it seems to be kind of like smaller panels that have interested me. It's kind of 
Mm-hmm. I, it's little niche panels that I like the look of. I mean, I'm not, uh, just to let you know, I'm not going. I'm in Yorkshire. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, in, the, I'm in the whole of the continent. I'm going to be relying on you guys to let me know how it goes. Um, it's definitely a very different convention than San Diego. And the smaller panels, I agree, are basically some of the coolest things this year compared to some of the bigger panels. Uh, are you going this year, Kerry? Uh, no, I'm not going this year. I went last year, though. Right. But. I'm, I'm yeah, Alyssa, so, yeah, if you want to go through. Yeah, sorry, I got the, got the reading glasses on, guys. It's, it's <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to the TNT Last Ship uh, panel, the iZombie. I've liked that show. Um, the iZombie show, surprisingly, it's it's light enough so I can turn it on and just enjoy it. Um, the spotlight on Greg Horn sounds really, really fun to me. Um, I've talked about before the tow trucks on Mars, which um, is uh, science, you know, one of those science panels that I like. Um, spotlight on Len Wen. Um, the, I think I'll probably end up going to the WonderCon talkback panel just to kind of see what that's about. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to, to get a recording of it and maybe host it somewhere. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm going to try, but technically challenged at, at times. Um, I'm also attending the con with my 80 year old mother and father. Um, who is massively looking forward to the masquerade. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. So it's an entirely different con for me. Uh, <laughs> than, than normal, than my normal con. Okay. So, but I don't know, you know, has, what have people said about the Wonder Brothers panels? I haven't looked at any of the big arena panels. I, uh, it's all to be determined, isn't it? But well, wasn't there a rumor out there that there was going to be a Batman Superman trailer? That's the rumor. I think the more definite thing, though, is probably that that Warner Brothers, and actually it says now, they oh. just updated it. Oh, really? go on. Right. Go on. It says with San Andreas and footage for Mad Max Fury Road. So mm-hmm. what that sounds like is, since it says in footage for Mad Max Fury Road, I don't know that I'd really expect any of the cast or creatives to be there for that, but yeah, San Andreas will be there. Hopefully with The Rock. If not, I don't know how interesting that'll really be. But He, he likes his, um, he likes the con. He, he likes the crowd, so I can imagine I, 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 like I mean, if, they, if, they, if they've added it to the, uh, the lineup, I can imagine they'll try and get him there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward so. to that film. I mean, sorry, but The Rock versus a um, earthquake. I mean, that's, uh, a, that's a that's a knockdown fight, man. Come on, let's go. That's, that's Lenny's kind of movie. It worries me living here. I hate watching movies <laughs> like that. So I'm like, oh, it could happen. It could happen. I'm gonna be sitting in the room waiting for Orphan Black, though, for sure. Could, could, could they put something in the arena that shakes Black. chairs? Oh. <laughs> Just to really freak people out. Be, oh uh, we've got uh, a couple of people who are heading to WonderCon from the Q&A. Uh, nerds doing stuff. Um, we'll be there. Uh, the panels on cosplay uh, look great. Uh, Image Comics panel should be fun. Image, Image Comics always knock it out of the park when it comes to their panels. And if uh, our good friend Kieran Gillen's on there, well, he won't shut the hell up. 
Um, I, I thought that image had three panels with creatives. They've got a horror panel, um, a zomb- I think a zombie panel, and a third one, a superhero panel. Oh. Uh, so it, it seems like they broke it down. I know that Kirkman's going to be in one of them. Right. Um, obviously the zombie I'm, one. I was just going to say the superhero one. No, no. Okay. <laughs> But so there, there's enough. There seemed like there was a number of opportunities for the Image Comics fans. Uh, the Orphan Black panel is looking to be snazzy as well. I'll meet you there, nerds doing stuff. <laughs> and Barbara Henson saying, looking forward to some of the press rooms. Way less hectic than Comic Con, but they are getting as big. It seems some TV shows: uh, Salem, uh, Falling Skies, The Last Ship, I Zombie. Last Man on Earth, uh, DreamWorks is having panels on Sunday. The, the DreamWorks panel is basically their, like, animated shows. Right, um, is that like um, is... Train Your Dragon kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know if that's actually what it is. It's got dragons in the title, so I wasn't really sure if that's <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon or just some other dragon show they're doing, but... <laughs> Everybody, everybody's got dragons now. Yeah. I mean, it's not new. Why not? But yeah, I do agree. They're, they're, the TV schedule this year is actually really pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it to get into those, since I'm a, a WonderCon newbie, um, to get into some of the TV panels? It's really not too bad. And the nice thing about WonderCon is because since there's not as much movie stuff, mm-hmm. most of the TV stuff is actually in the arena. Mm-hmm. And so it's really not that hard to get into it. So, not too bad in San Diego framework or not too no, bad? In- no, we're talking like most of the time you can show 15 minutes early and be more than fine. I've never had a problem getting into the yeah. arena. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You'll be fine. <laughs> You, you can tell somebody who's um, been to uh, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, been shell shocked a little bit now. She's yeah. A bit well, bit well weary. That's yeah. The, the, you definitely, it does not require the amount of intensive scheduling that Comic Con does. I'm just you can thinking, basically walk into almost anything. Yeah. Since I can, since I've got the the parents in tow, you know whether or not I can get away for an hour and it's going to say, oh, the Izabi panel is happening. I like to go see that and sit in the back row. You, you know, shouldn't that's, have that's you enough. shouldn't have any problem. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's uh, cool. Thank you, Robert Thornton. Um, I'll be there with my daughters. They're excited to go to the Her Universe panel at WonderCon. Uh, glad to yep. see it will be returning to San Diego Comic Con 2015. I'm a big fan of Ashley X Green's. Um, work. I like the site. I like the stuff that she produces. I'm looking forward to the. Um, that, okay, this sounds a bit weird. I'm looking forward to the fashion show. Uh, because, no, because it, it was uh, a well-produced show last year. Um, uh, certainly at uh, uh, San Diego. I thought it was um, from the reports that I saw. I'd, I'd love to be in the room, but I don't know if I'm going to get pulled left, right, and centre. But I, I just, I do like the way that she supports the nerd community and uh, really gets in, involved in that. Um, yeah, lots of people jumping in on the Orphan Black panel. It looks like you are going to be having a lot of people yeah. saying hello. I will say, I I think Party. that, truthfully, of all the TV and movie stuff, will be the hardest to get into. But, I mean, truthfully, it's one of the hardest to get into at Comic-Con as well. I'll so. sit in there all day. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going, I'd be right there with you. <laughs> 
Not me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to my my uh, IW Artist Edition a panel, which has got 30 people in it, <laughs> and be happy. I'm going to, well, I mean, I'm going to go quickly through the, the schedule myself and just see if there's anything that jumps out in yeah. me in a second. But I'm just looking through the Q&As at the moment. Uh, this is Nerds Doing Stuff. Never had an issue for the arena. We showed up 30 minutes before the Godzilla panel last year and had great seats. So that, yeah, it, I think that says, um, uh, it says a lot. Um, bum, 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 bum. So uh, thank yeah, you. we've got a fair amount of people talking, so thank you very much indeed for jumping in. Um, Thank you, Carrie, for the thing about the food trucks at WonderCon um, yeah. on your on your blog. Well, I not being being East Coast up in the the woods here. I don't I don't get I don't understand food trucks. See, <laughs> so, I I, li- I live in Oklahoma, but we have like a massive food truck community here, and so yeah. like I love food trucks. This is I'm not kidding you. My favorite post that I do every year. So. <laughs> No problem. If you've never been to WonderCon, go to our site and just read about all the lovely food. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm I'm, le- I'm going to Japan also, and the main reason why I'm going is because I I want the food. Hey, <laughs> priorities. <laughs> That's right. Um. Okay. Let's see where we are with the comments. I'll, I'll very quickly then go through because I mean I, I spotted a couple of panels which I, if I was going. I would absolutely love to attend. Maybe I'm showing my age. Uh, the three till four panel, um, class of 85, the greatest geek movies of 1985. <laughs> Don't forget about us. This is um, a discussing of the great geek year that was 85. As we go back to the future with films such as uh, Back to the Future, Life Force, The Breakfast Club, Goonies, Clue. This is just reminding me what a hell of a year this was. Legend, Life Force. Brazil, Commando, Weird Science, Fletch, A View to a Kill, Cocoon, Witness, Return to Oz, Return to Oz, what a flick, um, Fright Night, Real Genius, Subway, After Hours, Lady Hawk, Enemy Mine, and uh, to the, oh man, that's I like the look of that. Um, that that interesting. I mean, that just sounds like so much fun. Um, there's a lot of these spotlight panels as well, which really kind of uh, jump out at me. Betty, Be- uh, Betty, Becky Cloonan, um, I'm a big fan of. Um, if you do, I attended a panel of theirs at um, Lakes International Arts Festival last year. She does talk a lot about the transition she made from um, working with people like DC and Marvel and the, the Big Three and doing self-publishing and really talks about the, the challenge that, that that takes. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, do get the chance if, you, if you're passing and you spot uh, that uh, panel. Uh, Valiant. Uh, we were talking <clears> about this before we came on air. Valiant <clears> is um, a publishing house which is just growing. I mean, they're 15 years old now, and but they're still considered kind of like the newbies when it comes to comics publishing. But it's just getting to the point now where Multimedia companies are just rolling up with dump trucks of cash and just sending that company above and beyond. So, uh, yeah, somewhere to keep an eye on that. And the most dangerous women at WonderCon, the good, the bad, and the deadly. Um, this looks very similar to... Um, oh, no, it's not. It's re- relate, relating to uh, uh, favorite 
uh, villains, uh, the bad girls of comics. So you do have uh, a bunch of people talking um, about your uh, your your female villains. Uh, some a great lineup uh, of guests on that. Uh, that kind of like jumps out at me. And uh, yeah, I, it just looks like lots of niche panels, which I really do like the look of. Um, <laughs> Which I, I I wish I was there. I'm going to be missing you. But hopefully we are going to be getting, like I say, a live report from Alyssa. Uh, and hopefully, I, like, I know that we've got a number of people who are watching uh, who do take part in the Hangouts. And they're hopefully going to be all gathering around one camera. Uh, <laughs> which should be, uh, it should be interesting next week. I'm going to come photobob you. Yeah. Probably okay. Do it. Well, come join me. <laughs> bring, bring your little microphone. <laughs> Should be cool. Okay, um, I think the only thing to do now is then just do a very, very, very quick recap of a couple of the comments of Q&A. Guests do jump, jump in on these. Um, what are the features and update uh, features that um, we would like to see updated that we would want from a hotel reservation system? Um, he's got a couple of suggestions. This is Fernando uh, Borrego, by the way. Uh, same day email confirmation. Timestamp at submission, confirmation number at submission, and a preform browser test. Yes to that last one. I, do, I, I agree, but I don't think that wasn't really the problem this time because people with the same browser, like you could sit there and refresh for five minutes and go from the bad form to the good form. So it wasn't really the browser that failed. But I agree with everything, basically, that he said. I would love for a timestamp to actually be included so that we could kind of hold them accountable. Yeah. Okay. And FAQ, to be questioning when the 72 hours is up, five days after yes. the sale is is an answer that could be easily presented in the FAQ. Sure. And relieve so much. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even just not have, like, three different things in the email. Don't say 72 hours, 10 days. <laughs> or May twenty second, whichever comes first. Like, no, yeah. just yeah. Social media presence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please. Yes. Thank you. Um, speaking of social media, um, this is regarding the WonderCon uh, panel regarding how to train your dragon. It is going to be how to train your dragon. Uh, the Tumblr Tumblr announced it. Um, the Star Trek panel should be fun at WonderCon. We're, is, is it me? We're fast approaching the 50th anniversary. I, I, and so, yeah, you're right, that should be a good panel. Although I did read something today regarding that um, rumours about a new Star Trek series, that's not happening. That is just, <laughs> it's just not happening. Hey, I agree. I'm a, I'm a, that better not be sarcasm, young lady. No, it's not. Look at my coffee cup. It's Star Trek. <laughs> No, I think uh, Star Trek uh, belongs on television, and yeah, I think that should be a good panel as well. Uh, Mel Shaw, I'm looking forward to the Flash panel so much that I originally only had a Friday ticket, but went back and got Sunday after the announcement. So that's a de- that's a hey, that's a dedicated fan. That's nothing that, nothing wrong with that. Um, a reminder about um, something that's happening in three weeks' time: uh, Star Trek Celebration is happening. That's another uh, con, uh, which I don't know if anybody is watching who's a Star Trek fan. Uh, sorry, Star Wars fan. Is Going heading to, to that. that. that sh- you, are, you are. 
Yeah, I, I try to go to most of the things that are in Los Angeles because I'm here. So mm-hmm. yeah, go to that. Yeah, I was. We had a. There was a guest on here a few um, a few months ago who was. Uh, all I remember him saying is that he was spending his Christmas break vacuum forming his costume for the Star Wars celebration. <laughs> can we have him on again? <laughs> I'd like to see his if we, costume. If we could have him in full outfit, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that should be that should be good. However, um, just to let you know, we are going to be taking a couple week break uh, of the Hangouts um, because I want to kind of step back Look at what we're doing with the Hangouts. Try and get some more guests involved. Uh, get some, uh, like I say, we invited Babs Tower on, and it's kind of it, it kind of fell through. I, I'm going to try and arrange something perhaps this week, maybe when she's available. I want to try and talk to her before she went to WonderCon because of her design for this year's souvenir guide, which is just gorgeous in my opinion. Um, so yeah, bear with me on that. But we'll have next week's show um, as a WonderCon kind of special with a live report and hopefully we'll be taking two week break as of next week or the week after anyway right let's wrap things up then we have got ourselves uh, a number of people who are up for these t-shirts I've got myself the numbers uh, lined up we're going to choose three winners um, and these are our winners then for the t-shirts we have uh, number no 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 we have Ian O'Hare uh, winning, uh, congratulations, uh, Admiral Chewy, on the uh, on on there. Uh, we have uh, Fern Borrego, who's uh, won. Congratulations, and we have ourselves Five Elders Flash. I think I've got that right. Um, I'm just going to have to check my uh, my handwriting while I was scribbling away has gone slightly. Uh, messed up, but uh, yeah, those are our winners. Congratulations! Uh, what we're going to do is get in contact with you via social media. Uh, we'll let you know um, how you can uh, do your code on darkbunnytees.com, and also we'll be getting your details so we can get uh, a t-shirt out to you, which is the dark, the Breaking Bad t-shirt. Congratulations, guys! Uh, well done. Now then, this is for people who are listening back on the um, SoundCloud or our iTunes podcast. You now can have a chance to win. What we're going to do is we're going to take the people who didn't win out of this lot and also add uh, the names over the next seven days. Basically, same question. If you can uh, tweet me using the hashtag DarkBunnyBreakingBad, the correct answer to the question, where does Jesse Pinkman live in Breaking Bad? I want his home address in the series. You've got seven days. We're going to be drawing the winners just before we go on air next week, and we'll be choosing three more winners. You don't win the Breaking Bad t-shirt, but you do win a promo code, which is a, the value of a t-shirt anyway. So I think that's pretty pretty good going. So if you're listening to this on the uh, the audio version afterwards, you can take part. Or if you're watching back on YouTube after the event. Right, congratulations to our winners. Thank you very much indeed to our guests. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Alyssa. You can get some sleep now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, likewise, Kerry. Uh, you, yeah, I did. I know I talked a lot there at the end. I know that you just want to get some sleep at this point. No, it's fine. <laughs> and although I don't, I do know that you've also got a number of um, uh, posts that you've got to get up. So, okay, no sleep. Back to work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And last but not least, thank you, Mission D, for joining us, Kimberly. 
Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I oh, completely forgot how uh, people can find you online on uh, on your social medias. We'll go back through. Kimberly, how can people find you? Uh, we are at The Nerd Element on Twitter and www.thenerdelement.com. Excellent. Uh, Carrie, how can people find you? You can find me directly on Twitter at Carrie Dixon, or you can find the blog at SD underscore comic, or SD underscore comic underscore con, or on our website, which is sdccblog.com. Excellent. <laughs> and Alyssa, where people can find you? friendsofcci.com forward slash uh, forum. And I'm actually being present on Twitter, which is a very a big change. I'm joining the Twitterverse. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I forget my handle. <laughs> I think it's friendsofcci. Yeah, friendsofcci. Friendsofcci, is that how you say it? Yeah. At Friends of CCI. There you go. <laughs> and you can find me at an Englishman in San Diego pretty much anywhere on the uh, various platforms. You can find me on Twitter at EnglishmanSDCC. What I'm going to do is when we come off air, I'm going to keep a screen cap of the people's um, comments that we've missed on the uh, Q&A. And I will try and address those in the comments of the Google Plus event as well. So don't worry. We are going to try and uh, continue the conversation going. Thank you very much indeed for your company. We're back again next week at um, 6 o'clock my time at GMT. So that'll be 10 a.m. Pacific and um, 1 p.m. Um, East Coast next Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll hopefully see you in seven days' time. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.